Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J here again in those sexy little ears of yours for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. And speaking of your sexy little ears, my babies, we are off and running. Season 2, Episode 14, Settle In. Okay, so you guys may or may not be aware that recently, because I have been quarantining, self-quarantining, I have been exposed to COVID, but I don't have it. And so far, knock wood, I am still asymptomatic. So, and my self-quarantine is almost over. So, yay! Uh, But while I have been quarantining, I have been doing a lot of things that I've kind of put off with Slut Radio because life has a way of getting in the way of living, right? So, yeah, as much as I've wanted to work on Slut Radio, I've been doing things and, and running and going and doing and running and going and doing. Well, I haven't been able to do that because I'm quarantining. So, I've been working on podcast things. And I did. I got around to season two, episode two. I gave it all the tender loving care it needed. And I released it. I released it. I said, fly a little podcast to be free. And then 24 hours later, I had a fucking brainwave. Isn't that just the way it goes? I forgot to tell you something. And it was important. Important enough that I'm going to bring it up now. And I even, okay, ears, that was, that was the, the ears. We discussed ears as an erogenous zone. And I was so hung up on telling you guys to keep your tongues out of other people's ears because everybody, you know, most people don't like that feeling, that whole wet willy thing. And I was so concerned with that and so concerned with getting that point across that I forgot one of the one of the biggest things that needed to be brought up because it wasn't in my notes, right? Right? This is why I uh, make notes. <laughs> and I do, I, I have, I, I have post-it notes everywhere and sometimes I don't pay attention to them in all honesty. But the thing I forgot is what they used to call back like in my grandparents' day, so Back in the day, it was called whispering sweet nothings into someone's ear. Yeah, that's a mouthful. But it's different from just whispering. Because your grandma can whisper you a secret, whisper a secret to you. She can say, I'm going to make you pie later. Shh, don't tell grandpa. Okay. So, you know, you're getting a pie. And because grandma has whispered it, you know it's a secret. Okay. That is... That's fine, and that's not sexy at all. When you whisper sweet nothings, it is automatically assumed that you're getting sexy. Okay, that's the first thing about it. Now, anybody can whisper. Anybody can whisper in your ear. A sexy whisper is going to cause goosebumps and shivers and is going to cause somebody to just go wild with desire. So the first thing you have to do is decide what you want to say. Are you going to compliment this person's cologne or their perfume? 
are you going to tell them their hair is soft and sexy and smells good? What are you going to say? Do you want to just rip their clothes off? Tell them that. So you've got your words in mind. Okay. So then what you want to do is you're going to want to get your lips as close as you can to the opening in their ear. And then you have to barely whisper, barely whisper, barely move your mouth, barely whisper, this is the trick. Now, that may have been a very bad demonstration. I'm not sure. I'll have to listen to it. So you can try that. And if you do it right, somebody's going to shiver and get goosebumps because it's really, really sexy. It, it can be difficult to do correctly, but the fact that your lips are just barely touching their outer ear and when you whisper that softly, your lips are going to move just a little bit. So that's going to kind of graze along the outer ear. And then when you whisper, it's just going to kind of hover there in the outer ear and caress. So yes, that's what it is. Usually you will see somebody do this in a movie if, uh, if things are about to heat up and get romantic. Or in a lot of cases, like if you're watching a violent movie or a TV show, usually if somebody's threatening someone else, a lot of the time you'll see them lean very close and put their mouth almost in someone's ear. That's the kind of thing you just don't want to whisper threatening things unless they're into that. And then, well, that's fine. Okay, the weather. <laughs> I always used to tell Dee Dee when, uh, when she was little, if you ever want to change the subject, just bring up the weather. So when she and I do it, we do it very awkwardly. We're like, oh, how's that weather out there? And we always do it at a stupid time. But yeah, the weather is actually in my notes because the weather has been so, so bad lately. It has been so bad. I, I can't get over it. And I'm, I'm telling you, if, if you're able to help anybody, help them. And my hope for you, my babies, is that you're warm and that you're dry and that you're snug as bugs and rugs. And if you are, thank your lucky stars. Now, those of you who have listened to my podcast previously know, probably know what's coming up now. I do a Dave Portnoy shout out. Sometimes they're long, sometimes they're not. This one's going to be long. If you don't like it, let me know. If you like it, let me know. If, if you really like it, Share it with Dave. By the way, before I get started on it, Dave has a podcast. It is called The Dave Portnoy Show with Eddie and Company. Props to whoever chose the intro music. It's ass-kicking music. It's perfect for this podcast. So, yeah, props to whoever chose that music. In one of these recent podcasts of The Dave Portnoy Show with Eddie and Company, Dave Portnoy was quoted as saying, <clears throat> now I want to get this right. Let me read my notes here because I've got it written down exactly as he said it. People are just going to have to get with the fact I have a couple of things going for me that girls of all ages like. 
A, I'm fucking hilarious. B, I'm fucking rich. And C, I'm fucking hilarious. So deal with those things. Okay. Now, what was the context of this? Uh, He had been seen in the company. He'd been seen in the company of younger chicks, about mm, 20 years younger than him, so early to mid-20s. And according to Dave, there was somebody had written an axe-grinding article about Dave's own love life. So, yeah, Dave, yep, Dave's rich. That's a fact. And yes, he's fucking hilarious. I mean, really. And that's just... You know, I don't know him personally. That's just from seeing him with Barstool and in the things that I have seen him on. So, yeah. But Dave, 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 darling, darling Dave, he left out a few of his other prize qualities. And who better to point them out than Mama J? Fiji over water bungalow blue eyes, baby. Fiji over water bungalow blue eyes. Yes. Mm, sexy as fuck. And no, I'm pretty sure they're not his real eye color, but yeah, he's, uh, mm, that's okay. Fiji over water bungalow blue eyes, Dave. Don't forget those again. Now, a real alpha male will never, ever call himself an alpha male. So I will happily tell you Dave's an alpha. So that's one of his prize qualities that he really can't tell you about. He just is, and alphas don't mention it. It's all part of their, the next quality, attitude. It's an alpha attitude. But you want to know what Dave's absolute sexiest quality is. I've mentioned it before. It is that man's integrity. He is just overflowing on the integrity meter He just, he is. He's got integrity out the fucking goddamn wazoo, and it's... It's, it's amazing. But the one thing, the one problem I have with Dave's quote, okay, I have a problem with Dave's quote. Yes, I do. Now, I am not one of these people who quibbles over what to call someone who identifies as a female, gal, girl, woman, chick, whatever. You know, if you want to call me a mama crocodile, that's fine. If, if that's the new thing these things are fine with me. That's fine with me. But what I will tell you, there is a difference, Dave, in what a girl finds attractive and what a woman finds attractive. And Dave, if you are still hanging out with girls, I think you should try a true woman on for size. And guess what? I'm available. Yeah, Dave is, uh, Dave is younger than me by something like 12 years, I think. But you should know, you, my listeners, should know, I don't have a problem in the world with an age difference. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Cougar tracks have been seen, people. Beware. Yeah, they're mine. They're mine. The Cougar Tracks podcast. So, yes, the Cougar tracks have been seen, and they are mine. Back when I was married, back when cougars came to be what it is because that has not it's not always meant an older woman and a younger guy uh I don't know what it used to be called but maybe just an older woman yeah I think that was it oh she's an older woman 
<gasps> you know how she is. Um, but yeah, now I, when I was married, I used to poo-poo the whole idea of cougars because, you know, why? It just seemed to me that these these women who identified themselves as cougars were simply trying to make themselves feel the way they used to feel in their younger years. Midlife crisis, right? Well, then I got divorced. And then I started going through this sexual surge. Dude, my hormones are fucked up. I have the sex drive of a 17 or 18 year old boy. I do. So I like to fuck and I like to fuck a lot. Now, again, I, I, I have this, this, this hormonal thing that I'm going through. I like to fuck. I have dating apps. Now I have on these two well-known dating apps, I have my age range to be, I think, between 25 and 65. That's right, give or take a couple of years. I'm not, I may have it 25 to 60, but yeah, it's a huge age range. Why did I do that? Because I don't actively search out younger guys. I don't. I I still feel predatory when I do it, i.e. cougar-ish. No, I, it's like I told one of my friends, I don't actually actively search out younger guys. And one of my buddies was giving me a hard time because I do. I, lately, I have been sleeping with guys who are younger than me. Just period, overall, whatever. Um, and I said, I don't actively search them out. I can't help it that they're just there. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why am I going out with these younger guys? And and like I said, even on these dating apps, I I have older men and women for that matter included in my age ranges. But guys that are my age or even older, it never seems to fail that I am looking for a friend with benefits and they want more. They want more. And I am, I don't want to, I don't want to play that game with somebody and end up hurting someone. So that's why I'm very upfront with what I want. I want to play the field. I was divorced after a very long marriage. I was divorced after a very long sexless marriage. And it was late in my life. So yeah, I want to play the field. I'm not ready to settle back down. I'm not. And there is one way that I would be willing to be in a relationship, I guess. That would be if my partner would be willing to let me keep playing. And there are relationships like that. And I don't know. It would depend on the, it would depend on my partner. So I'm not looking for an actual relationship at this point. So I do tend to gravitate toward younger guys because they're still, they're still where I am at in life. They're still kind of playing the field, even if they are divorced. Maybe uh, some of them have had kids, but they are still playing the field and they're not ready to settle down either. They just want some sex, which is what I want. So yeah, now 
I'm a proud cougar. Roar. Roar. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to make a cougar sound. So that's, that's it. Roar. Uh, but my proudest cougar moment. <laughs> there was this young man. Oh, my goodness gracious. He was young. He was young. He was 31 years younger than me. Yes. Yes, he was. Um, I, one of my friends that I told about it teased me. Uh, he asked me, he said, well, was he legal? I said, well, yes. He said, okay. Could he have bought you a drink in a bar? I said, nope. He said, next time, fuck somebody that can buy you alcohol legally. <laughs> That's all he had to say. But, oh, this young fellow, he had a magnificent cock. Oh, it was wonderful, and he knew how to use it. And, and one of the reasons that this was one of my proudest cougar moments is not only did he have a good cock, and he was cute, and he was, he was built. This was also in front of my friend, who is the voyeur. So it was really hot. I realized that for some of these younger guys... Fucking an older woman is actually a fetish. And if they have fucked me, I can only hope that I, baby, I hope I lived up to whatever you wanted. I, I hope so. I've had some repeats, so I'll assume I did okay. Now, one of the things that I have to make clear, and I, I said this in another podcast, I can't remember which one. I, I still haven't really made up my mind as far as the sex goes and just the sex. I don't know which is better, older guys or younger guys. Can't tell you. If we're just basing this on the sex, age doesn't matter too much. You're still going to have good lovers and bad lovers. You're going to have quick ones and slow ones. You're going to have selfish ones and giving ones. It, it just it depends on the lover. And as a matter of fact, I have a, um, I'm hesitant to use the word date, but I think that may still be what it's called. <laughs> I, I have a, a date for this weekend. Uh, I will be done quarantining by then, which is good. It's with an older gentleman. He's about five or six years older than me. So yeah, I don't want to don't want to be carrying COVID on my body and, and give that to him. That would be bad. But yeah, so I should be clear. I should be good to go by then. Like I said, I'm asymptomatic, knock wood. So I should be okay with him. And I use the term date. He's been telling me he's old fashioned, which I don't know whether that's a red flag or not. We're getting to know each other via text right now, so it's um, it's interesting. It's interesting. I'm whatever, but it, we're we're gonna go out. It's probably gonna be a Netflix and chill kind of thing, um, but we'll see. We'll see, and I will definitely keep you in the loop on it. And cross your fingers for me that I get lucky. I haven't, mm -hmm, I haven't gotten laid properly. Well, I haven't gotten laid. I don't know if it was properly. I haven't gotten laid since December 3rd of 2020. So 
Yeah. Things are dire indeed. So real quick, before we part company for the day, I am sorry that today's episode was something other than what I had told you it was going to be. I had told you that today's podcast was going to have to do with sexting. I have this nasty little habit that I, uh, I overestimate myself. And I've always done this. Even when I was little, I, I would tell mom, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Well, I always bit off more than I could chew. So it didn't bother me when I told you that I was going to have a podcast about sexting because I thought, okay, a, a half hour podcast shouldn't be that difficult. And I usually do, you know, about probably about 15 minutes worth of other things, maybe even 20 minutes worth of other things. So it doesn't have to be the whole 30 minutes about sexting. I can do this. I can learn 10 minutes worth of sexting, right? Well, I had zero experience and I still have zero experience. So that's why today's podcast is about cougar tracks. Now, what had happened, I thought that, like I said, I thought that I could learn, but you know, you can, you can research something until you're blue in the face, but something like sexting, well, I wanted to try it, but you've heard me. I don't have a significant other. I don't have a friend with benefits yet. Um, hopefully this, this fella that I'm seeing this weekend will fit the bill. We'll see, but I don't have one of those. And I haven't, this guy and I, that I'm talking to him, we're just even in the beginning stages of talking, texting. So, you know, but what happened? Of course, there's a Mama J. Of course, there's a Mama J story. Yes, there is. So last weekend, I was sitting around thinking about sexting as a podcast idea. And I thought, okay, all right, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do this. I'll learn about this. And I'll research it. Well, when I went to research it, it was exactly what I thought it was. So I needed the practical experience. Well, I don't have a significant other. I don't have a friend with benefits. Well, I sat and I got high. That's what I did. I I got very high. And I sat and I thought. And I thought. And I thought. And I had this one friend out of my inner circle group of my core group of friends have this one friend and I can tell him anything absolutely anything and he is he might blink but he's never shocked (laughs) he's never shocked at what comes out of my mouth never he he might blink he might be taken aback for a half a second but he is never shocked with anything that comes out of my mouth. Now, sadly, he and I don't live close by anymore. So this friend and I, and and he and I are both very bad at keeping in touch with people. So while we, when we do get together, we can pick up exactly where we left off because he and I have that kind of friendship He and I are notorious for not texting one another and kind of getting out of touch with each other. So we're, we're bad about that. So I'm I'm thinking about the sexting podcast and I'm thinking about that. 
And then while I had my phone out, I looked something up about Dave Portnoy. I, God knows what it was. I, I can't remember. But I went down a Dave Portnoy rabbit hole. And you do that with things on the internet. You, you, you start out, you know, watching a video about hippopotamuses and you end up watching Dr. Pimple Popper. So God knows how you got there. So I ended up looking at these pictures of Dave Portnoy in a swimsuit. Oh, swim trunks and that man. Yum. Okay. I was, uh, and it's, it's, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, it has been a very long time since I have been intimate with another human in a sexual way. So there's that. I was high. Okay. High and horny. Need I say more? And then I'm looking at this, these, these pictures of Dave Portnoy in his swim trunks. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God, hubba hubba. I need to go fucking masturbate is what I need to go do. But no, I didn't do that. I was, I, I just didn't. I don't know why I should have. But what I ended up doing, let me read you this text. Ah, so what started this whole thing? I sent him a text. I have one of those electronic personal assistants that if you say her name, she'll chime into the conversation, you know, one of those. So the one that I have, I, uh, it has a screen and it, I've got pictures uploaded onto it or downloaded onto it, whichever is appropriate. I don't know, but there are pictures that I've taken on my phone. And there was a picture that popped up as I was walking by and it was me and this friend, this particular friend, and we were at our watering hole, the one that we go to every Wednesday night. That's when this picture was taken. This picture was taken at the place that we go to on Wednesday nights. It was a summertime evening. I printed it in black and white, or I took it in black and white. I don't know. But so I'm walking by my electronic assistant and this picture of me and my friend pops up. And I love this picture. It's why I put it on my personal electronic assistant. Boy, that's a mouthful. So I texted him. I took a picture of my, of the picture on the device and I sent it to him and I said, ha ha ha, caught as the pic was changing. It's you and me at the tavern. Love you. And then he sent me back three hearts because he loves me back. You want to know what I texted him? Let me see. Was it? Yep. And it was the same time. It was when he texted me three hearts. I texted him back within a minute. I said, sext me, LOL. And then immediately after that, I said, I've never sexted. What does one do? And I waited and I waited. I waited about five minutes and I said, oh dear, I have offended my friend. And I said, ha ha ha. I'll just go fuck myself. And then I sent another text. Let me see. This was, and okay. So I sent that one. And a minute later, I texted him. I said, I'm sorry, sweetie. I've been lost in lust lately. That was alliterative. I still love you, though. And he finally texted me back. He said, ha ha, I love you. 
And he was just out at the bars with some friends. And I said to tell them, hey, I'm not reading that because he's mentioning their names and stuff. And he said he has also been lost in lust. He met a chick earlier who was trying to seduce him, but her friends pulled him away. And I got mad on his behalf. And I said, God damn fucking dumbass friends. Best of luck getting lucky, dear one. So I think he and I are okay, and we never did sext, but I still don't have the practical experience of sexting, so that is why we're here talking about my cougar tracks. So there you go. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, my babies, the time has come. It's time to wrap it up for the day. Okay, you got everything to write with and write on, right? My website is slutradio.fun. My email, if you'd like to get in touch with me that way, is slutradio69 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at slutradio1, the number one. And yes, my DMs are open. My Instagram is slut underscore radio. My Snapchat is slut radio, all one word. My Patreon has five levels to choose from, so go there and check it out. It's patreon.com backslash slut radio. And remember, look for me on fullswapradio.com. That's F-U-L-L-S-W-A-P-R-A-D-I-O.com. Fullswapradio.com. Listen to me and find somebody else to listen to too. You won't regret it. Join me next week. I will give you some details on this date that I've got coming up. And uh, like I said, wish me some luck. I'll see you then, my babies. Bye-bye.